Ladies and gentlemen, we want to welcome y'all to another episode of the Day Late and Dollar Short Podcast. It is your boy Martin. It is Merlin. And we got some fun topics today. Uh, first off, I want to thank everybody that listened to the last episode. We appreciate you guys so much. And thank um, you again to uh, BK for being our guest oh, host. Yeah. We appreciate it. The, the lovely Brooklyn with her insights and the, the her tea, tea, the tea, tea. spill. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, the, the, man, that was Suno. Then yeah. it just happened. Yeah, it was yeah. a blast. Yeah, yeah. we had a good time. It was fun. So, Absolutely. you know, we want to jump into it, man. And you know, Marlon and I are both. Huge football fans. Yes, sir. Uh, we're in multiple fantasy leagues. We're in a fantasy league together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to win, by the way. But we're going to get to that at some point. Okay. So, you know, shout out to Allen Robinson. <laughs> Give your boy 20 points. But hold on. Before you continue, I just want to know something real quick. Uh-huh. In one of your fantasy leagues, who's your quarterback? Shit, in like three of my fantasy leagues, Carson Wentz is my quarterback. Okay, I just want to make sure. Look, okay. I'm going to tell you right I now. Make sure. I just want to make sure that Carson Wentz is your quarterback. Hey, yeah, sure. 100%. He is my quarterback in my fantasy and you, league. Now, we had a bet earlier. Early, we had a bet. You said that if he plays the full 16 games this year, you'll buy me Bowser of Rock. Yes. So, I in a way, you got the hope that he plays the 16 games because he, well, he depends while, on your fantasy while, league. While this is true, I also have Phillip Rivers. Matthew and Stafford, that's not important. Russell Wilson. Who is your starting quarterback I, in your I, fantasy league? I have a number of people. Who is your starting quarterback? In, in two of my leagues, Carson Wentz is my starting okay, quarterback. That's all you hear. Okay, keep I going. Look, I also have Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey, and a couple of them. Jordan Howard. I got a number of Eagles players. So you don't get a Eagles fan? Nah. I think, you, I think you're a closet Eagles fan. I, I'm really not. I'm a football fan, and if they're going to put up points, I, I, they can play in fantasy. You got a lot of Eagles play. Yeah. All right. right. So compare the number of Eagles players you have in your team versus the Saints players you have in your team. I have more Eagles players than Saints players. Okay. No, Here's why, though. Saints players get taken quicker. <laughs> There's a value in one league. Drew Brees going for the first round. That never happens. Drew Brees will go in the first round. Michael Austin, Thomas. Michael Thomas will go in the first Kamara. round. Alvin Kamara will go in the first round. That's Jared, it. Jared Cook is normally one of the first tight ends taken. No. Yeah, like top five tight ends. Jared Cook is normally he goes like he goes the. I'm not talking round. about round. I'm just oh, saying out of far. I'm talking about as far as tight ends taken. I, I got you. You know yeah. he's top. Yeah, he's top ten. Okay, but still, yeah, yeah, I got you. You know, I, I mean, you. you talk about eight to ten picks around. Jared Cook's gone. Yeah, I get and then it. he's playing with Drew Brees, mm-hmm. who throws to tight ends. Yeah. Ben Watson had like almost a thousand yards. Ben Watson, nine hundred years old. Yeah, so, suspended for drugs, but but you know we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> so getting into our first topic of the night, though, uh, what the fuck are you doing, Antonio Brown? I'm telling people that it's his time of the month. That's all Say, it bro, is. this boy, and look, don't get me wrong, I have loved to watch Antonio Brown. I am a fan. Dude is entertaining. He is a beast. Uh, top top five. Receiving a lead easily. Yeah, you can say top, I mean, top still, three, top. Yeah, I'm not gonna say three because you know there's a lot of there's a lot of like I'll say top five because you're talking yeah, about Julio, AB, Julio. I, and I'm really not saying Julio right now. Julio's top ten for me. You think top five talent? Huh? You think top five talent? Top or, five, top or, five or, talent. Yeah, I mean, but he's not. Team. But as far as like, if I had to pick five receivers that I'm gonna put in my top five, not in any specific order, Michael Thomas, Antonio Brown. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, that's three. Uh, what's your boy name? Yeah, uh, OBJ. Yeah, Odell's in there, and then uh, it's gotta be Julio, man. You can't say AJ Green because he stay hurt. Nah, AJ Green don't be. He's not active enough. Oh, I mean, he's, saying he's he's hurt. Uh, it's gotta be Julio. No, because oh, I'm trying to think of who else. Yeah, man, he's top five all right fine julio top five he, he'd be the bottom rung on the five mm-hmm. okay that's fine i mean julio's still got an amazing receiver so i'm not debating that yeah but so you know why are you acting like a stone cold jackass like okay here's the thing i am sympathetic to the cryogenic foot issue i'm I mean, not I, I am entirely sympathetic it was a mistake however it happened however it played out your feet got jacked up cool then, for weeks, you drag on this helmet bullshit. Here's the thing. Twice. Twice. Grievances. You yeah. were notified, like, a year in advance that you are no longer able going to be able to use this helmet. Mm-hmm. You were notified in advance, hey, this helmet's not going to be available for use anymore because it does not meet our standards, says, excuse me, the NFL. So what do you do? 
you acting like a stone cold jackass behind a helmet you've known for a year you're not going to be able to use. Like, what the fuck, bruh? Like, I just, I just don't get it. Like, uh, I know it was, uh, I think this year too, during the uh, mini camp series, he tried to, uh, He's trying to sneak in the helmet. helmet. Like he peeing over it and everything. So, oh, y'all, this this helmet's legit. He's like, nah, bro, this is not a legit helmet. So, no, absolutely not. Like, here's the thing. One, you talked about suing the NFL if you get hurt. Well, no, if you get hurt, it's because the helmet is not, doesn't meet the requirements of the NFL anymore to prevent you from getting hurt. It's outdated. And he also threatened to retire, too. He wasn't going to retire because he had $30 million on the line. Clearly. But it's the same person I said in an interview over the summer. He's saying, I don't need football. Football need me. Shit. Yeah, if bro. you ain't need football, he could have walked away. He could have not been the prima donna he was. I'm sorry. Like, Remember that gold mustache she had in the summer? Shit, bro. Let's not even <laughs> Shit, bro. I, I, it, that, that was... That, I, like, he looked like the villain from the OG Mario Brothers movie. He looked like just... Like, he, he looked like a Goomba turned human. I, I just couldn't even deal with him. Like, and here's the thing. Like, we've seen diva wide receivers before, right? Yeah, Michael Irvin. You go back, Michael Irvin. Terrell Owens. T.O., Keyshawn Johnson. Chad Chad Johnson, Chad Onchocinco. And now you got A.B. And you got Odell, who are now, I guess you could call your diva prima donna wide receivers. But here's the thing. A.B.'s in a whole other level. A.B. on beyond some other shit, bro. He's that person that I really feel like you need to look at him dead in his eyes and be like, say, bro. What You're is? not supposed to smoke your own supply. He's <laughs> gonna tell you right now. Or even that, looking like, bro, what is, what's really going? What, what's the big issue here? Are you just for attention? There, like, there's got to be something. Like you got all the money in the world. You literally were given all the money in the world. Like, and here's the thing. Here's how you know there's a real issue. Pittsburgh eight literally took on the chin. Said we will have a twenty million dollar cap penalty. Like, they have $20 million in their salary cap eliminated to trade Antonio Brown for literally a half a ham sandwich and a sack of used peanuts. That's what they traded him for. I don't eat ham sandwiches. Do you eat ham sandwiches? I do. I, don't. I like a good ham sandwich. I'm not big on ham sandwiches. Fried ham. Nah, like salami. Salami good, too. Turkey breast. There you go. Roast so, beef. <laughs> but, yeah, they, I mean, they give for whatever kind of sandwich you want. You know, they, they gave him away for a third and fifth round pick, which is nothing. That's nothing. So for, then, his, for his caliber of a player, that's pretty that, much... That baffles me. That's, so, that's so you graduate from the foot issue to the helmet issue. The helmet issue gets resolved. Okay, fine. Now you graduate to this whole issue with the GM. Now, I will say this. I am not entirely a fan of Mike Mayock. I have heard him say some things, and I'll just sit here... And I look at him with the same disdain that I look at Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, he's a jackass, too. So, but I will say this. Nothing gives anyone the right to call someone a racial slur. I don't, you know, like, you, you don't have the right to sit there and call somebody a cracker just because you don't agree with their policies. Here's the thing. The man is the GM. He is the general manager of the Oakland Raiders football team. Mm-hmm. You are an employee of the Oakland Raiders football team. Point blank, period, that is it. You upset because you got fined $54,000. For not going to training camp. For right. not going to training camp. Right. So guess what? That's what happens when you don't report to work in the NFL. They fine you. Because here's the thing. The way Antonio Brown's contract is set up, he's not getting docked for pay if he don't show up. Mm-hmm. A certain portion of his contract is guaranteed no matter what. Short of him... Completely and entirely leaving the NFL, a portion of his contract is guaranteed. Absolutely. If he don't go to practice, guess what? He still get paid mm-hmm. unless they find that ass. And guess what they did? $54,000. And he was reportedly not happy about that. Well, he could reportedly not be happy all he wants. <laughs> what he can't do is be a stone cold jackass and assault Mike Mayock, the general manager. It was, it was reported that he approached Mike Mayock. Apparently threw something at him, threatened to kick his ass, told him find me for that, and called him a cracker. Mm-hmm. Say, bro, say wrong. <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> say wrong. Let me holler at you, bro. You need to chill the fuck out. And I don't say that. I, I, I mean, I say that because you need to chill the fuck out. Like you wilding. They was gonna suspend your dumb ass, 
and you was gonna lose out on thirty million dollars. And now you wanna go back? Oh, I'm so sorry. Do, do, do. Nah, if you a G, be a G. Mm-hmm. Ride out. Keep y'all fucking money. I'm Antonio Brown. Ride out. Nah. Well, we're going to void his contract and void his signing bonus. We're not going to pay him $30 million. Well, I'm sorry, boss. Yeah. Your whack ass up. So, I mean, basically, he did what he did. Supposedly, he was suspended. And then, next thing you know, we find out, oh, he's not suspended. He actually going to play on Monday night. Right. So, basically, you right. saying, fuck what uh, general manager Mayock had to say. So, now, I think he lost some respect in that locker room. Oh, he's lost a ton of respect. So, I mean... Just on the general level, he lost respect. I mean, let's be real. The dude acted like a fucking clown. Yeah. Like, you, you... Here's the thing. Football... You play football. Briefly. I played football for a fair amount of my life. Up until high school. All through high school. Uh, when you play football, you play for your teammates. Yes. Your That's what your you play for. It's a brotherhood. Exactly. Now... I understand the NFL is a business, and I don't give a shit about the coaches and the general managers and owners and all them cats. Because you know what? We've seen how they treat you. Especially if you're a black athlete in this sport, you know how you get dead. So what's real is your people that you go out on the field with, those 53 dudes in the locker room, 52 dudes in the locker room that you play for and play with every Sunday, Thursday, Monday, whatever it is. That you practice with, you know, five, six days a week. Like, that's what you go out for. And at any point in time, you disrespect them dudes, you need to get your shit together. I say that. Because you know what? The real cast that's really out here doing it, you know, let's be real. Colin Kaepernick still ain't got a job. Yeah. You know, DeAndre Hopkins got a job and speaking out about what the... uh. The previous owner of the Texans, Paul McNair, said that, you know, before he passed, you know, about letting the, the inmates run the asylum, referring to the black players or the players, period, as inmates. Damn shame. You know, so you want to stand up for something? Stand up for something that matters, not being a fucking clown. Yeah. But I, I feel like this is going to be, I feel like, honestly, I would not be surprised that before the end of the year, he was not, he was suspended. I, I would be I would be surprised I'm so I'll be surprised if he makes it through all sixteen years. Yeah, I'll be also surprised too if he lasts three years because his contract was oh, three years. So oh, yeah. I, I'd be surprised he lasts that long. Uh, yeah, I definitely. I give him I give him this year and then maybe in the off season. Maybe. Yeah, but anyway, you put it though. A B is a diva and he just needs to get shit together. Right. So you know I, I wish him the best and by the best I mean stop fucking up because. Like you, you out here representing people, bro. You you mean something to a lot of people mm-hmm. because of who you are, where you come from, what you look like, what you do. You represent an opportunity. Yes, you represent hope and future and all of those things. And every person that is doing something for themselves represents something to somebody. I represent something to my kids. Marlon's gonna represent something to his kids. Kid. You'll have more eventually, I'm sure. Let's gonna watch that. Hey, bro. <laughs> sorry, April. I'm up, you know, one and done is cool. I'm two and through. So hey, so you know, it's just one of those things. But you know, it you gotta hold yourself to a higher standard when you're in a position like that. And some people want to say, "Oh well, I'm just trying to be me." Nah, bro. If you're just trying to be you, stay home. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be on national television. Just go ahead and retire. Call That's it. it. You got a problem with authority or being told what to do, man, just go home. Retire. Got your money? Go Get home. out. Get out. Exactly. Get out. I mean, so, speaking of people close to retirement, somebody that's close and dear to all New Orleanians who love football. Not me. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love football. I was about to stab. I, I was kidding. I was kidding. I was about to stab him in his third <laughs> I was, rib. I was kidding. Like that. Like backside third rib. I was. Kidding. I was about to jack Jesus. it all up. So, Drew Brees was recently embroiled in a scandal brought on by an online publication. Uh, said online publication, whose name I should not mention, uh, posted an article. Saying Drew Brees supports group that hates LGBT people and supports conversion therapy, which let's be real, that's a dramatized headline. 
All you said was kids bringing Bible to school. He, that so, was it. So Focus on the Family is a nonprofit organization that support has an anti-bullying campaign and it supports and promotes Christian values, which essentially Christian values aren't a bad thing. Now, the downside is you get the people who take those Christian values and turn them into negativity and, oh, I hate everybody. If you're different from me, da, 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 da. Those people are assholes. So, and I'd be the first one to tell you because I, yeah, I have my own qualms with the church. But with that being said, Drew Brees is notoriously famous for being a friend to people, supporting people. He has supported New Orleans, I don't know how many times over since he got here. He has done so much to help rebuild rebuild the city after Katrina. And you know what? Don't get me wrong. He's done some things that have kind of been tone deaf. But you know what? His lifestyle is different from a lot of people. He's a multi-multi-millionaire. He's white. You know, he's a guy. You know, he, he's in all these situations where he doesn't experience the same things. You know, so I don't really give him necessary, necessarily a lot of leeway. But what I will say is the one thing he has never done is spoken negatively or bashed anybody. I've never seen that happen. So just playing devil's advocate here. Okay. Drew Brees, I'm sure, has a PR staff, right? Absolutely. So do you think that this PR staff should have done a better job of investigating this organization? Like, hey, Drew, we have this proposition for you. You do this commercial for this organization saying so-and-so. But... This same organization is has strongly against gay people. They're tied to. Okay, they're tied to. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, I feel like it's still on your reason that, okay, you know what? I don't think it's a good idea. The message itself is good. Yeah. In fact, this organization here is against, well, yeah, against gay people. I yeah. can't do it. So they, do you fall things more so on Jabriz or do you feel it's more so on his PR staff for presenting him this opportunity to... Well, here's the thing. Drew Brees has been working with this organization for over a decade. I don't know what the timeline is as far as them donating money to these acts, donating money to these organizations. Mm -hmm. And I'll look it up and we'll do research on it to see. But Drew Brees has been part of this anti-bullying campaign, focus on the family, this faith-based aspect of it for over a decade, Mm -hmm. as from everything I've read at this point. And these reports have come out recently because it's in the news. It's news media. And, yeah, no, absolutely. It's on him and his team. It's on his team more than him. Yeah, because I, I agree it's, that, yes. th- That's the whole point of having a PR staff. That's the whole point of having an agent, a management team. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of having all of that. Right. Because their, their job is to vet opportunities. Like, hey. This organization wants you to do PR for them. They're going to pay you X amount of dollars for X amount of time. Here's the negatives. They hate gay people. So, let's just say, for example, if they did do this and Drew Brees still went along with it. Oh, that makes him a trash individual. Okay, so I'm gonna tell that you right we now. don't know. We really we, don't know. We don't. And that's the thing. I'm not going to speak to what I don't know. What I do know is he has supported people irrespective of their, irregardless of their political, sexual, Gender, like, irregardless of any type of that, he's always been, I respect people for who they are. I support people for who they are. New Orleans is a a city that is notorious for its LGBT community Mm -hmm. and all those others that are are encompassed. We're, We're a city that's notorious for this. That is part of the culture and the fabric of who we are. I, for one, growing up in a city, going to school in a city, having family members who are in the community... You know, knowing, you know, just in being involved with people who are part of that community, you know, they're regular people like everybody else. Absolutely. And not once has Drew Brees ever said anything negative about them. And I'm going to measure a man by what he says and what he does. He supported the city. He's given back to the city. His words have always been love everybody, respect everybody. I love New Orleans, da, da, da. Until he shows me otherwise, I'm cool with it. Like, I'm not about to sit here and attack the man because... You know, somebody on his PR staff made a bad move. Right. You know, I mean, that person lost, lost, just lost a job. Tell you that much. Uh, well, we don't know. We don't know at all. But 
I do feel that it's been blown out of proportion. It really is. Yeah, I mean, the thing is... Listen, the article... The key message was kids bringing Bible to school. Bringing Bible to school. Yes. You know, and here's the thing. The, the publication that put it out, and I have some friends that, you know, they write, they've done reporting, you know, and we've all... You know, and I'm, I'm not even going to call that into... We've all seen the movies, right? And we've seen some movies about reporting and different things like that. And there was a documentary I recently watched. It's on Hulu. It talks about a school, uh, you know, not Alexandria, but Lafayette, middle Louisiana. And they were publishing this story. And the story was going to portray the school in a negative light. Okay. You know what they did? They called the principal, the owner, the founder of the school and said, look. We're going to run this story. We want to get your comment. And guess what? Whether they commented or not is irrelevant. But what they didn't do is post something, put out something, information that could be damning without reaching out to that person for comment. To my knowledge, I never saw, oh, we reached out to Drew Brees for comment, but never got a comment back from his people. Or no, it was just, hey, let me blast this article out into the Internet so that, you know, I can get clicks on it. And rile up a base. Because I'm going to tell you, whether it be people on the left-hand side, people on the right-hand side, conservatives, progressives, whatever you want to call yourselves, those people can be equally as rabid. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. And when you have people that are rabid and they make bad decisions and they do things like that, you know, it just, it it turns into a bad and contentious and terrible situation that's difficult for everybody. Mm -hmm. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, it just it just got blew up proportion. It really did. It just, and in fact, that's happened now before football starts. Like, come on, y'all, y'all. You know, and it, you know, I can understand if it was like, I can understand if Drew Brees was one of those people that was an avid Trump supporter, spoke out against LGBT rights. Mm-hmm. You know, if he was that person that did all of those things, but he's not. He's never been that guy. And for an article to be posted and to be shared by multiple publications after the fact. And without any credit, without any, you know, reporting. Because I'm sorry, I could have written it. You see the video from Focus on the Family, you can Google the ties they have to the organizations. Oh, Drew Brees recorded a video for an organization that supports concert, uh, conversion therapy. Anybody could wrote that bullshit. Yeah. That ain't reporting. Reporting would have been, so Drew, what do you say about this, this organization, da, 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 da. And then you write a story that offers both points of view. And have him on record for saying it, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you reach out to his people for comment. Like, he has a publicist. He has a management team. He has an agent. He has all these people that could have been reached out to, you know, to get a comment on it before you you, you run a story that basically tarnishes a man's reputation. And, you know, I'm being a little defensive because I do like Drew. I yeah. do like him as a person. I've had the pleasure to meet him twice. And honestly, like, literally the vibe you get from him is like, God, this guy is nice. He is too damn nice. Brittany's great, by the way, his wife. I met her once, and it was in Whole Foods, Arabella Station, and I'm sitting here, I'm in there doing some grocery shopping, and bam, Drew Brees, Brittany, oh my God, I'm fanning out, because hey, we won a Super Bowl. <laughs> put, fan, put fan himself. Like, Say, bro, look, oh straight up. Like, true. Straight up. <laughs> true. Look, all that. But I'm going to tell you, I mean, he was just a really nice, genuinely nice person. And, like, you can tell, I'm going to be real. I feel like I can tell people being fake and what people being real. Mm-hmm. Genuinely just a nice, like, dude gave me his receipt and signed the autograph. He did? Like, I framed that bitch. It's somewhere in the house. Like, I'm going to tell you right now. So, I mean, he ain't even had to do that. Like, he took a picture of my ex-wife at the time. Like, all that. So. That's right. Yeah, no. Like, he didn't have to. He could have been like, man, shoot, I'm, I'm getting groceries with bait. Like, he was like, no, hey, yeah, everything good. Da, 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 da. Here's the autograph. Da, da, da. Take pictures. All right, cool. And roll. I was like, damn, this guy is nice. And I'm known for being a hater on Saints, which is just true. Absolutely true. But Drew Brees, I like Drew Brees. I even reposted the video from uh, from last year when he broke that record for a touchdown pass mm-hmm. or something like that. I reposted it. And I said, you know, props to you, bro, because mm-hmm. I like Drew Brees. You know, so, yeah, Drew to Brees is the shit. Yeah. To see him get bashed like that and to be treated that way by people who don't have the full story and didn't even give the man a chance to respond to it, which he did. He did respond, yeah. And he openly said that he does not discriminate against anybody, that he believes that he his personal belief is that to 
love your neighbors like you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's irrespective of race, religion, sexual preference, any of that. Treat people how you want to be treated. Simple. Not a complex thing. Simple and plain. And you know what? That's what he said. That's what he seems to live by. And I'm going to take a man at his word because that's really all we can do at the end of the day. His words and his actions say that. So I'm not about to sit here and, you know, bash him for that. You know, and I think anybody that would do that, you know, that that calls your character into question. Unlike A.B., but, yeah. Oh, A.B. Total opposite A.B. A.B. character stay in question. So, you know. Yeah, I'm just... It's tough, man. It's people, you know. It's it's the it's the it's the age we live in. Like people want clicks, right? Mm-hmm. Like people and likes. People want likes and, and clicks and comments and follows and you know the interaction because that drives traffic to the pages and people make money off of that. And that's what it is. And you know, it's just one of those situations where it's like it's just like I said, it it calls into question your character when you do a shoddy job of reporting. So do you think it was distract uh, Drew Brees on Monday night? No, indeed. Yeah, I think, I think Drew Brees made his little statements, and yeah, he was defensive. I mean, when you assault a man's character, like, I'm going to be real. I like to think of myself as a good person. You are. I take who I am very seriously. I, I have a certain set of beliefs and morals. I do my best to live by them. And when you assault my character... You assault, you're assaulting me, mm-hmm. and I am defensive. I will fuck somebody up behind lying on me. And that, that's real. Like, I have gotten to the point in my life where I, I am too old for the lies and the BS and the games. I'm straight with people. I do my best to keep it 100 at all times. And like any person like that, you slander their name, yeah, they're going to be defensive. Like, if somebody called your character into question. How would you feel? I mean, like, in what way? I mean, sometimes... If somebody said they saw you with another woman... Oh, somebody would tell me that shit. My point exactly. If somebody yeah, went to April and said, I saw Marlon with another woman... Now you got pictures? Exactly. Got proof. What a proof? What, what, what are receipts? Mm, no one receipts. I want oh, receipts. Exactly. <laughs> so, and it's the thing. Yeah. You call any real man in a question... You're going to get a defense. You're going to get something in return. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I just wouldn't sit there and take it. And if Drew Brees is the man that I think he is and the man he's portrayed himself to be for the last decade that I know, guess what? I, he wouldn't take it either from apparently. All right. Real quick, though. Okay. Break, breaking news. <laughs> Another incident with oh. the whole AB. He just made a post of his phone conversation with head coach John Gruden. He said, well, John Gruden told A.B. on the phone, please stop this shit and just play football. That is. Why would you post that? Why would you record that shit in the first place? <sighs> so he first, he first posted the fine letter he got from the general manager, Mike Mayock, of why he's being fined. Right. And now he's posting a recording of his conversation with head coach John Gruden. Bro, that just... Say, bro, I'm gonna tell you right now. I will uh, not be happy right now. I was an Oakland Raider fan. Say, bro, uh, Sandy, shout out to you. Uh, I love you, sis. Oakland Raiders. I know that's your team. Oh, I will not claim that right now. I will not claim. If you're an Oakland Raider fan right now, don't claim that shit. That is, bro. What are you doing? Like, are you asking for help? Are you seeking help that much? I mean, because here's the thing. Six hours ago, he had a whole press conference ahead of their practice. It's enough talk. You know, I'm going to get back to work. And then you post this shit. Well, he had a press conference? Yeah. Bruh. Say, bruh. Just do it. You know what? I just... You know what? Bro, why don't you just go ahead and retire? You call him all this you know what? Okay. shit. Just you, say, you say go ahead and retire. We had this conversation earlier, and we were talking about... You You had mentioned that people were comparing A.B. and Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want to put this into perspective. Andrew Luck is a quarterback. Most important position in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown is a receiver. 
and a generational talent at the position. Like, he ain't just like a receiver. He's the receiver on anybody's team. Mm -hmm. Short of any other top receiver in the NFL, if he goes to a team, he is instantly one of the best players on it. Yes. He is tarnishing his legacy in this moment. Andrew Luck will forever be known as a good person who took a beating for a bad team and for the sake of his physical and mental health, decided to step away from the game. His only downside was that he left, but two weeks before the regular season started. I don't think it was supposed to happen that way. Honestly, I feel like, I feel like there was a plan because there was discussions that had been previously had, and I feel like it was probably going to be handled a different way. And then somebody leaked it to Adam Schefter, and Adam Schefter broke the story, right? Like during a game, right? With Andrew Luck on the sidelines in plain clothes. So speaking of which. Can you just relate, or did you even blame the fans for booing him? Oh, hell yeah. They trash. See, bro. Oh, no. I only think they trash. It was an initial reaction. You're no. At, you're, at, you're at a preseason game. You're watching this oh, your team. Damn. You're watching your that team. Man and it's like, you just have to look at your phone, and you look retiring. This team has Super Bowl aspirations. Like, all your, like, scenarios of possibly winning a Super Bowl just went out the window. It was no, an initial 100%. reaction. That's all 100%. it was. 100%. And you know what? You sat there and you watched this man for seven years bust his ass for your team. Get his ass beat. Like, if you've ever watched Andrew Luck play football, Andrew Luck played with the reckless abandon of a child. Andrew Luck put his body on the line every year. That man been hurt, like hurt, like injured for the last three years. He has spent the last 900 plus days in a state of pain and injury. I mean, Most people ain't gonna be able to stand up to that. No, nah, see, I agree that he did what he did. Like as far as like he played the best he could, and he he fought through injuries and the mental like strain of going through rehab. Yeah, all. I, I get that. every I'm saying, year. I'm just saying in that initial moment, once they found the fans found out that he's retiring, I can understand why they were upset. Now looking back, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was the right thing to do, but no, it's the initial a, reaction. Like here's the thing: my initial reaction would have been, "Damn." There's got to be something going on. I'm not about to sit there and boo nobody that put their body on the line for my personal entertainment. See, I think you're saying that now, like, after the fact, after, after reflecting. When I it. saw it, you know what it was? My, my initial reaction, when I first got the notification, I was like, damn, he really retired. I was a joke at first I got the notification. Nah, like, when I saw it from her Adam Schefter, I was like, nah, this is real. And you know what? I was like, damn, Cub really done. Like, he, he got to be... Like, I looked at it like something's really wrong. Like, he's not getting better. Mm-hmm. And I was I felt bad for him because I'm like, he clearly loves football. You don't take no ass whooping just because you like getting your ass beat. Yeah. You I know, agree. he took a whooping. He took a beating for the last three years. I think he realized, too, like, what the mental strain is like, to rehab. Like, even though, like, you know that you want to play the game, it's the fact that... Instead of being on the field with you know, your, your brothers, like, you know, going to war, you in the training room, like, doing right. such and you, such, you getting s- ice baths, getting yeah. massages. And stuff, I like. mean, and look, going through rehab ain't easy. No, it's not. It's rehab. It's literally working your body into a condition to where you can go out and put your body back on the line. Yeah. Nah, bro, that ain't for everybody. Yeah, instead of standing on the field with your brothers or, like, you're watching film together, you're just getting a massage or you're, like, taking ice baths and then just... Yeah, nah. It, it, it's tough. So, honestly, yeah, I, don't, I don't fault him at all. I, I don't, don't knock him. I respect the decision because, you know, that's a hard decision to make. Because, you know, they got a lot of players that are kept playing. And, you know, you look at a lot of these players with uh, the, the CTE, the, the brain mm-hmm. damage from concussions and, you know, not being able to walk and, you know, having... You know, I remember watching a documentary on Jerome Bettis where he had to do an alternating process of ice and heat in the morning just to be able to walk because his knees were so bad off. Damn. Like, you know, like his knees and his feet would be swollen and he wouldn't be able to walk and he would have to have heating pads to be able to loosen up the joints and ice to take away the stiffness and all of those things. So it's like, yeah, nah, look, who wants to live the life essentially handicapped? So I ain't mad at it. I feel... You know, I thank him for his time. I feel bad for him that it ended the way it ended. Mm-hmm. You know, I would hope to see him play one one day in the future. You know, I think that would be awesome to see him come back once he's gotten truly healthy 
and play the game and you know maybe he come to the Saints after Drew retired. Oh, you know, <laughs> see, guys, see, now you're going too far. Why y'all Saints fans? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look. I'll just so somebody made a comment too that oh uh, if the Reds cut AB we should sign him like come oh yeah now nah, y'all smoking rice you think Sean Payton gonna deal with that Sean Payton ain't gonna deal with he's that. not gonna deal with that you know stop nah damn well, same stop. yeah yeah tripping yeah so yes. so and I say that nah that ain't gonna happen that was like signing Chad Johnson back in the day of Terrell Owens or, <laughs> you know anybody nah oh he signed Des Bryant that one year. Yeah, Dez Bryant was not nearly the headache that, yeah. you know, those guys were. Right, exactly. So, with that being said, though, it's tough. But, yeah, Antonio Brown and, and, and Andrew Luck are not in, even in the same category. And yeah, Antonio Brown needs to chill the hell out. All he's you're not, doing is digging your grave. He's bro. not going to do it. You know, you he's can, just going to suspend him and call it a day. Look, suspend him, get rid of that, get that $30 million off your books. Get your, get your money. Because yeah. here's the thing. When you sign somebody for a contract like that, you have to put that money in escrow immediately. Like, when you talk about contracts, like Zeke got a contract for six years, $90 million, right? $50 million is guaranteed. You know what happens to that $50 million? It is put in escrow. The minute. The minute that contract is signed, somebody goes to a bank or somebody calls the bank or some financial transaction is con- conducted. To a $50 million is put into an account, an escrow account, to be paid out over six years. Mm-hmm. Signing bonus included. So, here's the thing. Antonio Brown had a $30 million signing bonus. $30 million went into the bank off the top. Plus the guaranteed portion of his contract. And they suspend his ass. Oakland can recruit the $30 million. His contract becomes non-guaranteed. And they will not hesitate to get that money back. No, indeed. $30 million? No, indeed. I want that back get that for you. Mm-hmm. So, Antonio Brown needs to stop wilding. He's not, though. It's going to get worse. Speak, speaking of wilding, though. <laughs> Sticks uh, and stones, they break my bones. But words never hurt me. So, Dave Chappelle had a new special. And that shit was funny. Hilarious. If you are offended by the things Dave Chappelle said, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not sorry at all. I, 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 look, I'm sorry that you were offended. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the biggest Dave Chappelle fan, but after, after watching that, like that shit was funny. I have, I have, I am a I, since what was it? How high? No, no. not how high. Uh, what was the movie? He had half baked. I didn't see half baked. He was in You Got Mail. I remember he was in that movie. He was in uh, what movie he was in? I, remember. I don't know. I remember him. I think he was half baked. He was in. He was in that movie. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. You know, his name, Dave Chappelle, funny as hell. Yeah, he uh, has no filter whatsoever. No, none at all. And I'm going to tell you right now, because offended Buku people. He, oh, he did. He, he Especially got, the, uh, the LGBT community. <laughs> <laughs> all the letters of the alphabet. All the alphabet people. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. Dave, Dave a clown. Dave sat there. First off, he was in Atlanta. First of all, he was in Atlanta, which is the I mean, I guess you could say it's the commu- the, the the capital of the the lettered people at this point in time. I guess. I, I mean, I, I, I it, it's know. the capital of some things, but <laughs> you know, bro, it's tough, man. Like, I don't even feel entirely comfortable saying some of the shit he said. I, I suspect that he would say something like. You know, the whole reason why Kevin Hart, you know, backed out of the whole Oscar situation because he made some homophobic comments and he was like, I'm not going to repeat what he said because, you know, that's just yeah. not right. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say what I'm going to say anyway. Right. Now, here's the thing. And I, I never, like, I, when I looked at Kevin Hart's comments, I was like, that's, that, that is literally the instance of an individual being overly dramatic because that is just who they are by their personality. He, Kevin Hart said that if he found if his son was playing with dolls or going to be gay or anything like that, he would take a dollhouse and uh, crash it over his head. Uh, here's the thing. As Dave Chappelle pointed out, he is, that means he would have to buy a dollhouse. And break it. And break it over his head. Ain't nah, nobody got time for that. Nah, I ain't doing that either. So, clearly, we understand that... Oh, excuse me. The comment... And I will say this. The comments can't come off as insensitive. Because there are a lot of instances of people in the community that are treated in such a negative way by the people closest to them, whether it's parents, siblings, other family, whatever. So 
I get it's tough. I, t- I don't take that away from anybody. You know what? We all go through things. Mm-hmm. Everybody. There are people who aren't gay who get treated like shit by their family. That's horrible, too. So the reality is everybody has it tough. You know, no, no one person's journey is the same, even though there are similarities. And what I will say is to dehumanize somebody is wrong. What I will say, though, is the whole point of comedy is to be funny and to make light of things that would otherwise be serious. Mm-hmm. And that is to be kept in a certain context. Now, some people take it out of context, and some people will become social justice warriors about it. I always say that just, Justice Mouillet should not listen to <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you right now. Because he will be very ju- upset about Justice Mouillet. Mouillet, yeah. And the Nigerian men he paid... They're wearing mega hats, by the way. The 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 Nigerian the large black Nigerian men he paid to wear the MAGA hats and to beat him and to pour bleach onto him at two o'clock in the morning while he was looking for a foot long sandwich. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. The, the cop was like, "All right, let's backtrack for a second. So what happened? He hey, sir, I was walking, walking in Chicago. What time?" 2 a.m. Fucking cold. Okay. 16 degrees? Okay. Where are you going? Subway. What subway you know is open 24 hours? I don't know. New York, a whole different animal. No, wait, what's your New York? Chicago. Nah, I'm good. Nah, I don't know what fucking subway you're going to at 2 o'clock. Yeah, so like, oh, okay. Like, sit around. You want a sandwich? Like, they they don't have Uber Eats in Chicago? I guess not. Postmates? You got money? Right, you got nobody? You rich, right? Yeah. Dog, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) You didn't want a sandwich. Down the street, you get him? Somebody need to tell Lil Justin, sit his ass down. I'm going to tell you right now, that boy forever be Lil Justin. Lil Justin smiling. Say Lil Justin. Nah, dude, you Lil Justin. You Lil Justin a little bit. I'm going to tell you right now. Cut. Dave stupid. That's just all I can say, bro. <laughs> that shit funny. If you ain't seen it, go see it because that shit is hilarious. I feel like everybody's seen it at this point. Dave, yeah. Dave lit into everybody. All the gay men that was there with their wives. Uh, <laughs> everybody, nobody was off limits. He told jokes from Chappelle. Like, it, I'll say this. It gave you that Chappelle show vibe. He mm-hmm. had on the jumpsuit with the C on it. Had the C on the floor. Man, it, I, it took me back to Chappelle so. Chappelle show so hard and honestly I enjoyed the hell out of it and you know I'm not always a big comedy fan I love I do love comedy but like certain stand-ups I just look at them like nah I'm not with this shit like Chris Rock I don't really find it credibly funny when it comes to the stand-up I don't don't care Uh, Kevin Hart oh yeah Kevin Hart's hilarious Uh, D-Ray Davis never found funny yeah Uh, Mike Epps never found funny yeah. Uh, as an actor, they're hilarious. They're super entertaining. Well, Mike Watch, Epps to me isn't that great of an actor, to be honest. Just, Mike Epps? He's Mike right. Epps yeah, plays he's a, right. a specific type of character. Like, he fits a mold. Like, he fit Friday. Other than that, it's like... Who? He was, he was in How High. He wasn't that funny. He was yeah. in... Um, Honestly, Method Man and Red Man were funny. Yeah. As actors. Yes, they were funny. And they rappers. So, they were, and they were more entertaining than Mike Epps. Yeah, Mike Epps on that. So... Um, Bernie, Bernie Mac. Bernie... Oh, my God. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Say, bro, Bernie Mac in a whole nother echelon. Oh, there is a King King's comedy. <laughs> Some old bitch. Say, bro. The Bernie Mac. Now I gotta watch King's of Comedy. Oh, Say, bro, look. I miss, I'm gonna tell you right now. I miss Bernie Mac, bro. I miss you Bernie. tell that some of my bitch. <laughs> you tell that some of my bitch. There it is. So. Meet you the white meat show. The. I miss him. The. I'm, I'm having. And, and the show was good, too, bro. Oh, I love the Bernie Mac show. Yeah, it was good. You know what? It was all good. But Dave Chappelle, really, you know, and I feel like Dave Chappelle is doing something in comedy that a lot of people are afraid to do. He just saying what the fuck he think. Because it's like, he's being honest. Yeah. He is making fun of things. Like, he, and he, he's not doing it in such a way where it's disrespectful. It's entirely disrespectful to people. Like, Dave Chappelle not being a comedian seems like a really nice person who holds people accountable for their bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it seems like to me. And I am 100% with that. But that's just me. I know not everybody's like that. Some people are much more sensitive. So, I will say this. Dave is hilarious. The Netflix special is hilarious. If you haven't seen it, go see it. You will not be disappointed. So, man, that is... 
just so much going on. Football season, though. Oh, my God. Look, I'm so ready. Like, tomorrow's Saturday. Uh, if you watch college football, LSU is playing Texas, I believe. Uh, I don't really watch college football. I don't watch college either. But uh, I'm about that Sunday, every though. one of my coworkers watches college football. So, everybody was talking about LSU. And I was sitting there like stick them horns or whatever the hell you Texas people say. So uh, I don't know. I know, mean? right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Sunday and Monday, like the best night of the week. Ooh, yes, Lord. So, your expectations the same, Super Bowl? Oh, damn right. Okay. Damn right. I think so. I Look, mean, the Saints, the Saints added more than they lost. We got a better tight end. Latavius Murray, while not as good as Mark Ingram, is equivalent. He will provide a similar role to that Mark Ingram did. We got Ozigbo, which fits that role, and he's a rookie. Young blood coming off the street, and we got a good history with undrafted free agents. Uh, you know, I'm hoping some, my, my biggest concern is what it's been for the last few years. I need some of these young wide receivers to pan out. I need y'all to pull through for your boy. Cause y'all leave question marks in my mind. <laughs> so is that what Traquan Smith? Traquan Smith, the rest Ted of the again. Well, Ted again, I know who Ted again is. Ted again is going to test bump. like, why are you mad, bro? You sensitive? About what? Ted again. You mad he ain't yeah. come to the Eagles? I don't want him. We got Sean Jackson. Okay, trash. So, oh, double is a lie. You know it. Yeah, nah, just Sean the beast. I get yeah, it. All right, as long as so, same page. But you know the reality is, beside behind Michael Thomas, you don't have a true number two. Like Ted Ginn is a number three. Ted Ginn plays a very specific position. Ted Ginn fast as hell. His hands are okay, and he can get behind coverage. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, you know, I think the Saints go. I, I say eleven and five because I think a lot of teams have gotten better, but I think it's more of a twelve and four, thirteen and three season for the Saints again. Number one in the NFC South, number one in the NFC, and I think the NFC Championship. I don't see the Rams being the team. I mean, Philly on paper is great. Does everybody play together well? That's my only question. Like, I think Philly, Philly's good. And I don't really know who else. I'm gonna tell you right now. Watch the Chicago and Green Bay game. Both of them suck. Ugh. They got Chicago got a great defense, but they I all think this Green trash. Bay just struggled because Chicago's a good defense. Oh, Chicago's, oh, Chicago's a great defense. Yeah, I'm so. gonna tell you right now. If your offensive line is in question, and you play Chicago, you're gonna get your ass hammered. So like, I think MC Hammer. Green Bay's gonna be good. I think the Rams gonna be good, but not great as last year. Mm-hmm. As far as the Seahawks, thing, they might be the surprise team in the NFC. Yeah. I got um, Russell Wilson in one of my fantasy leagues. I yeah, Russell Wilson. You can't never, you know, disrespect Russell Wilson. Right. Um, who else? I think... I mean, if you go through the divisions. Like, all right, let's go through the division. You start with the South. So, I think... The NFC South. The Saints and... The, the Falcons. Falcons? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, because Carolina, Cam Newton... Karen, yeah, they, they, they don't hurt. have receivers... Cam Newton's questionable at best, yeah. and then he just like one and half. Tampa Bay just who knows. Tampa not. Bay, James, you don't know if James Winston really gonna play. Yeah, so I think it'll be the Saints in the playoff for sure, and maybe the Falcons in the, the wild card position. Okay, so then you go NFC North: Green Bay, Minnesota, Detroit, Chicago. Chicago. So those would be Chicago. I think win that. No, see, honestly, see, Minnesota. Uh, see, yeah. I say Minnesota. Green, Chicago doesn't have an offense. Green Bay don't. Green Bay's defense did play very impressively. But, but they showed yeah. a good defense can stop them because Aaron Rodgers only put up 10 points. And outside of, what, Devontae Adams, that receiver, yeah. really don't have nobody. Yes. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Jimmy Graham. Jesus so, Christ. although he did catch a touchdown. Yeah, I'm playing against him right now. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, Detroit, Matthew Stafford. No. You just have no idea what they're going to do. It and is. then Minnesota is honestly seem like the only complete team out of the whole Yeah, offense. they have a legit offense and a solid yeah. defense. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, NFC West, that's Frisco. Uh, that's your Rams. That's your Cardinals. Rams, Cardinals. And who else? 49ers. Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. Seahawks, Rams, 49ers, and Cardinals. So, probably the Rams win the division and the Seahawks win the Honestly, the Seahawks might surprise you. They got clowny. They making moves. Yeah, that's true. They, I they think they're going to though. That's the only issue. Hey, they're talking big about that boy. They can't, that, that rookie they got. They love him. And, it, I mean, here's the thing. The Seahawks are surprising. You never know. And then, you know, finally, your division, 
the East. So probably come down between us and the Cowboys. Now even though I hate the Cowboys with passion, they are they have a legit team. Like they, they have they have a good team. So it probably come down between us two. As far as the NFC Championship game, I think it'll come down between the Eagles and the Saints. As far as the wins, of course I'm, I'm I'm going with, but it would not be a, it would not surprise me if the Saints pulled up. Right. It would not surprise Because we've done it for the last two years and got robbed the second time. <laughs> it's about to be a third time charm. Third time better be a fucking charm. Third time to try, baby. See, bro, I'm going to tell you right now. If we play a home game for the NFC Championship and we get robbed the third time, brother, they they going to have to call in real life police support for them referees. I'm going to tell you, bro. That's uh, real. Y'all the first time we did it to y'all ourselves, therapy for years the to second come. time, we got robbed. The y'all third time, if therapy. it happened the third time, Say, bro, it's all bad for everybody. Sitting on our lives. <laughs> Say, right now, bro. Everybody. Oh, I only imagine what happened in this city if that would happen. So, oh, my God. Yeah. I'll probably stay indoors. I ain't going oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> I'm calling a word. Be like, Sarah, you got to let me work from home. Y'all, y'all open? <laughs> Say, bro, did you see what happened? Did you? Say, bro, nah. I think everybody closed. That yeah, happened. shut it all down. I wouldn't mind that. Me a little vacation. Yeah, look, inside. But I'd be happy, though, because my team won. Y'all lost. Oh, well, probably. I might go around the city. Just if y'all actually make it. We're going to make it. Nah. I think we'll see. All right, well, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And I, we got a bet riding right now, just to let you know, Marlon. I, I bet Marlon that uh, Carson Wentz will not make it through the year. And if he does, I get a bottle of Ciroc of my flavor choosing. That, probably that, watermelon. Yeah. And you get a bottle of what, Crown? Crown Apple, baby. All right, cool. There it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, look, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, I wanted to say thanks to everybody again. Love you guys. We appreciate the support. Absolutely. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We out there. We love y'all. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Uh, thank y'all for listening to the episode. And look, you know, comment, like, question. You know, what the hell are y'all talking about? Oh, leave a review, too. Leave Yeah, leave a review. Appreciate it. Much love to all that. Uh, somebody left a review on, I want to say, Apple Podcasts. Uh-huh. Didn't even see it. Uh, so, my bad. Uh, but I don't have an iPhone. I have an Android. You need to get a team iPhone. Samsung. Stop. So fire. Man, y'all release iPhones like every eight months. The 11 about to come out. I'm good with my 10. I know, right? All right. So, like we said, peace, love, stay up. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Daily and Dollar Show out.